0: Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. Today we're going to take a look at the Snuts who are the supporting artists for the Kooks. So after a little bit of uh, background information on them, we're going to go straight on to the uh, performance and review of the show. So let's take a look at the Snuts who are supporting the Kooks. The Snuts are a Scottish indie rock band formed in 2015 Originating from West Lothian, Scotland, they have, perf- they have performed in the United Kingdom and Ireland. The band consists of Jack Cochrane, vocals and guitar, Jay McGilvery on guitar, Callum 29, Wilson on the bass, and Jordan Jacko McKay on drums, and was formed when the members were in school. Wilson McGilvery and McKay went to primary school with each other and they met Cochrane at secondary school. Wilson has said We've only ever really played music together, so I can't really imagine it any other way. They have been influenced by the likes of the Libertines and the Arctic Monkeys and Scottish Ned culture growing up. They have also said that one of our biggest inspirations is not to sound exactly like everybody else. Before going full-time as a band, Corquin was a joiner, Wilson was a Slater and Roofer, McKay was a mechanic, and McGilvery got qualifications to be a stonemason. The band's debut single, The Demo, Glasgow was described as a stunning track with heaps of melody and quickly led to an ever since grown fan base. After releasing several other demo singles in 2016, The Snuts released the self-produced EP The Matador in June 2017. The Snuts released their first proper single, Sessions, in June 2018, described as conventional in a much-needed and refreshing way, a total throwback to the last renaissance of alternative music, and impeccably pieced together, designed to detonate on impact. The following month, they then played at Scotland's Turnsmart Festival at the King Tut Stage. In September, Manhattan Project was released, produced by Dave McCracken. In November 2018, the band signed with Paraphone Records. In March 2019, the band made their US debut in the South by, in the South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas. And their first single under Paraphone, All Your Friends, was released in May. It was produced by Inflow and was, re- and was the first single from their second EP Mixtape. It was described as having an ir- irresistibly catchy raw edge and a massive chorus and Cochrane explained that it was a new twist on the familiar social stigma around the drug epidemic that nobody seems to want to talk about in July 2019 they performed again at Turnsmith this time the main stage when I say turnsmit, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong but it's T-R-N-S-M-T yes it's a Scottish thing I guess anyways in August they performed at the Reading and Leeds festival also at Victoria's festival the band's next single, Maybe California, was released in September 2019 and was produced by Rich Costley, Juan Belamonte, named after the Spanish Bullfighter, and was produced by Costley, was released in October. In January 2020, The Snuts released a cover of Breno Mars' When I Was Your Man from sessions at the Firepit recording studios in London. Two further singles, Fatboy Slim in homage of Fatboy Slims and Tories set at Brighton's Beach in 2002 and Coffee and Cigarettes were released before March, whereupon the EP mixtape was released. The EP consists of 5 songs which showcase different influences and 4 interludes which are studio outtakes, giving a kind of informal feel to the EP. The EP peaked at number 14 on the UK Albums Chart and also topped the Scottish Albums Chart as well as the UK Vinyl Albums Chart. Following the success of Mixtape, the Snuts quickly released their next single, a cover of of the Loving Spoonful's Summer in the City. Like their previous cover song, this was a fire pit session. It was also featured on an advert for Strongbow Cider in August 2020. The following single, Elephants, was released in June 2020 and was produced by Tony Hoffer. It topped the iTunes single charts in the day of its release. Cochrane described it as another twist on our evergreen, diverse catalogue. In August, the band supported the Libertines at a socially distanced performance at the Virgin Money Unity Arena in Newcastle. That's All It Is was released in September and features the soundtrack to the video game FIFA 21. A week later, The Snuts released Always with Cochrane saying the song depicts the message of falling in love with someone who in turn allows you to love yourself. Always was the final number one single on the Scottish singles chart before it was discontinued in November 2020. In december the band announced the release of their of their debut album wl on Mar- on the 19th of march in 2021 later pushed back to the second of april it includes 10 previously released singles three of which featured on the ep mixtape and three previously unreleased songs the g-lux edition also includes four previously unrelated bonus tracks in february 2021 A new single, Somebody Loves You, was released in support of the Scottish Refugee Council, with the band donating the budget for the music video to the charity. Before its release, the Snuts performed the album at Stirling Castle and was later released as a a live album. WL debuted at number one on the UK album Shot, making the Snuts the fourth making the Snuts the first Scottish band to do so with their debut album since The View in 2007. Now we've had a little look at the uh, Snuts background we're going to take another look back at the arena but we'll be back after this. So not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts but we also have a series of books. The first book is actually two books it's volume one and volume two of a tribute to working at sea the best fiction is based on truth this is a compilation of short stories rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated whilst other stories are pure fiction the title of the book a tribute to is fitting with the tone of the book because like a tribute act It is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth. There are things of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry as well as stories with a sexual nature. So sit down, relax and enjoy the ride of A Tribute to Working at Sea Volumes 1 and 2. All of these books are available on Amazon and are available in paperback and on Kindle and the links for all of these books are in the description below. And we're back. So let's take a look at the uh, Snoot show. The Snoots had a small strip of the stage and it was downstage centre. And they came out to a nice purple flashing wash. Lighting wise, they only had four front of the house blinders, strobes, and well, these units are blinders, their strobes, and their washers all in one. I had four of those pointing into the audience on LX1, which is right out into the uh, audience. Then you had um, half of the uh, front of the house battens that were on the front of the stage pointing 45 degrees up at them but they won't use all the time just, just, just there to highlight a little bit of their faces and you also had a couple of uh, moving lights on the floors from the sides giving a nice bit of side lighting. There was no real face lighting and they didn't have any uh, spotlights they just had washers and Bit of flash and trash. One bit that I really loved about their set was uh, the interlude between the first and second song, which was uh, the classic song by Wild Child, which was Renegade Master, but they had a nice little uh, indie kind of rock go at it. Only the first uh, intro of that, and then they went straight into their uh, second song, which the song name eludes me because I don't know anything about the Snoots really, ab- apart from what I went over earlier on. Throughout their 30 minutes support set, the lights were non-stop flashing trash, going between open whites and colours, which gave off a nice effect, bearing, bearing in mind they only had a small amount of lights. Sound-wise, it was a really good mix throughout, though there wasn't there, although there wasn't much clarity between all the instruments, so you could hear it all, but you couldn't hear all the individual parts of the uh, song, you couldn't separate it in your head. And I'll go into that later on when I uh, go over the kooks because I did find out the reason Well I did come to a conclusion about why that was But I'll go into that on the main bit of the kooks later on I mean they did have all the balance right The sound level was really good And um, although there was a lot of reverb within uh, the guitars and the vocals But it worked really well really, it did, it did Right, so because the snoots had a later than normal start at 8pm, they had about 70% capacity uh, to start with. And for a uh, fully standing show, that's really good going. And yeah, they had only had a 30 minute set, but it was a good 30 minute set. It was quite high octane, and the audience loved it. I mean, they must have been fans as well as uh, fans of the uh, Kooks as well. Especially since they only had a small set. and. They used that 30 minutes really well. There was next to no patter between songs. Which was good because they just got down to the meat and tea veg of it. They just played, played and played. And every song that they did, the audience loved it and loved it and loved it. They definitely used that 30 minutes set wisely. Well done. Well done to the Snoots. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please hit like, subscribe and share. And we'll catch you next time. Bye for now.